This is the Legal Lounge from Lanyon Bowdler Solicitors, where you'll hear about many aspects of law in England and Wales with special guests, industry experts, and local charities. Here's your host, Amanda Jones. Hello, and welcome to the Legal Lounge, where we now release new episodes every Monday. If you haven't heard previous shows, there's plenty of content for you. If you're going through a divorce, want to know more about claiming for injuries, or you're training to be a lawyer, you can listen to these shows on your favourite podcast app and get more information by visiting lblaw.co.uk forward slash podcast. In this episode, private client solicitor Kate Lawson speaks with Alison Humphreys, who is the project coordinator at Connect for Life, one of our chosen charities for 2023. Alison explains the purpose of the charity, which is based in Oswestry and is there to support anyone with memory or cognitive issues. They offer fun, interactive sessions, benefiting many people, some of whom live on their own, and provide some respite for carers who can have confidence in such a safe space. Hello, I'm Kate and I'm here with Alison from Connect for Life, which is one of our two nominated charities. It's nice to meet you again, Alison. We have actually met previously, haven't we, as uh, I did attend and give a presentation to Connect for Life back in the early days. For our listeners, can you tell me a little bit about the charity? Where are you based and what's your purpose? We're based in Oswestry, so... um Anyone can attend our sessions from Oswestry and the surrounding area. If they can get to us, they can come along. We provide day support for people, particularly older people with memory difficulties or dementia, but not purely that. Social isolation is a big issue as well, so some people come along for that reason. So that's that's how the charity started, providing the day support sessions. And more recently, we've started uh, a second branch of our work I suppose you call it active cogs which is cognitive stimulation sessions for people just worried about their memory so no need for diagnosis or anything or maybe never even thought of the word dementia but they feel like the memory's not so good for whatever reason. You've grown from strength to strength haven't you over the years when was it that you set up the charity initially? We started seven years ago in October, so we're about to celebrate our seventh birthday. Oh, congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Having a bit of a party. Are you? Fantastic. (laughs) Any Uh, excuse for cake? Absolutely. Well, we have cake every week. (laughs) And so what else can they expect at the session along with cake? The day support sessions are four hours long, so they have a hot lunch in the middle of the day and then in the afternoon tea, coffee, cake, uh, ice creams, depending on the weather, you know, that sort of thing. We like to treat people. The morning we tend to do something quite structured. So occasionally we have people come in who will run a 45 minute to an hour session. It could be laughter yoga, belly dancing. We've had a a poet, uh, the town museum come and bring a box of all sorts of memorabilia. You name it, we've done it. And the times when we don't have somebody coming in to do it, we just organise it ourselves. We have a theme. Each session has a different theme. So we take the theme and we just think of all sorts of things to do with it. Often we start off with a, we may introduce the theme uh, and say, think of everything you can to do with seaside, say, for example. And everybody just throws out their ideas and you'd be surprised. They come up with hundreds. We get it on a big flip chart and it kind of warms everybody's brains up into the theme and lots of laughter and lots of, you know, silly suggestions and sensible suggestions and people shouting out and all sorts of things. So it's, it's really good fun. Then they have their lunch. After lunch, we tend to have a little lull for about a quarter of an hour. They maybe just chat or they have word searches or something. It's a bit quieter after lunch for a little bit. 
but it is lovely to see people sitting, sharing a lunch together because a lot of them live on their own and a lot of them have early to mid stages of dementia. So I've lost confidence to go to many places. So, you know, coming to us where it's safe, it's warm, it's welcoming, it's friendly, it's such a happy place to be. They feel comfortable, they can relax and we see them chatting over lunch and they're looking after each other, pouring each other drinks and it's really lovely. I love that bit. And um, after lunch we do all sorts of things. I've been there this morning and this afternoon they're going to play lots of different games, you know, probably on separate tables and they were going to do uh, a big game all together as I was leaving. And sometimes we're in Gasque Pavilion, which is a cricket pavilion that sits on the edge of a cricket field at the foot of the old fort in Oswestry. So you look out at a big patio windows, floor to ceiling, and it's beautiful. So sometimes just looking at that's enough. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is a beautiful sight there. And there's good parking as well, isn't there, for anyone that needs to have assistance? A big car park and there's a little pull-in area if you need to get a bit nearer to the door. I don't think we've um, covered when exactly the sessions are. It's a, I know you said that there's a session this morning. So is it Wednesdays that they're normally It's held? Wednesdays and Thursdays for the day support. And they're four-hour sessions, half past ten till half past two. And then our cognitive stimulation active COGS are every other Monday afternoon, 1.30 to 3.30. And they meet in the same place. Wow, so I bet that does keep you busy then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned about some of the activities that you've had and speak as I was having a little look on your website and uh, one which caught my eye was the laughter yoga. I bet everyone yeah. had a bit of fun with that. Oh, it is really good fun. I must admit the first time we had it, I had no idea what to expect. I imagined somebody would stand there and try and make me laugh, which, you know, it's not like that. It's more there's a lot about breathing and there's a lot of silliness and uh, all sorts of things that do end up making you laugh basically without you without somebody telling you a joke and expecting you to laugh at it it's just really good fun really interactive good good it does certainly sound a very uplifting place you mentioned there about how the sessions can help people in lots of different ways Uh, Mm. one being that it helps decrease loneliness and isolation I suppose another thing that springs to my mind is that it can be good respite for carers as well for those who are looking after someone themselves and it's a nice safe secure environment for them to be able to leave their loved ones for a few hours just for them to have a bit of time. Do you find that there's many individuals that use you for that purpose as well? Absolutely, yeah. That is, you know, our main aims in a nutshell are to give day support for people who may have dementia or memory difficulties, but also to give carers respite, yes. And we have so much positive feedback about that because part of the reason I started the charity was because at the time I was working as a dementia support worker, And I met so many people who were just desperate for a little bit of time off. They weren't asking for weeks or days even. They were asking for just a little bit, just a little break. There were so few places that I could signpost them to. I mean, it's something I'd thought about for years, but that really just spurred me on to take the step, leave the job and see if I could achieve that dream. And we have, and and carers benefit 
so much and they tell us you know they they meet up for coffee sometimes the the carers get together some of them oh wow they started a little group that go for a coffee on a thursday so they're forming friendships yeah. as well when yeah. perhaps they wouldn't get much of an opportunity to or they would be forming friendships with people who didn't understand the pressures and strains that they themselves are under yeah we find that those family members who bring them to us and drop them off they'll end up talking outside the building or when yeah. they come picking up they're all chatting out there so it's all good peer support for them as well and you mentioned there about the active cogs group so has that come about more recently yes we started that last october it was a well it was a seed of an idea just before covid hit we had one session and then you know everything stopped didn't it basically for a couple of years really so we started it last October because we felt there were a lot of people who are are struggling with their memory but maybe not even going down the investigation process yet haven't even seen the GP they're just worried about their memory all the stress of Covid times had a mental impact on so many people and particularly older people who live alone hadn't seen family for a long long time things like that so we were well aware there was a, a need for something like that so we thought well We'll start this. We'll call it cognitive stimulation type group. Let's see what happens. And it's building slowly, very slowly. We still find people are reticent to, some people are reticent to to come out and join groups. For people who are at the beginning stages of dementia or struggling with their memory, confidence just goes. And confidence to do anything, to go anywhere, you know, to to go to a new group, it's it's a big step. And we always say it's really hard to describe the day support or the active cogs. Just if you can get the courage to step over the threshold and experience it, you know, people generally want to come back. I suppose people are able to, they don't have to commit to coming every week or every session. It's just as and when they feel, is it? Well, the active cogs is more flexible. If somebody wants to just pop in on that, that's that's fine. The day support, we have a, a limited number of places. We have 14 places okay. each day. So people need to be booked in and really it is, um, once they've tried it, you know, and had a two or three and decided they'll settle, then the expectation is that they come weekly because they're taking up a space, basically. I so, see, you know, yeah. we have that limited numbers. But, you know, once people have come and settled in, they don't want to ever leave. <laughs> oh, oh, well, that's good to hear. Because people come. It's lovely for us as volunteers to see people just blossom. Because yes. they'll come maybe with a family member and the family member will say, oh, I don't think they'll settle. He's never been to groups or she's never, like, she didn't want to come, this sort of thing. And we say, well, just come for your yeah. visit, your taste of visit, which is the morning. And then even if they're still a little bit reticent, uh, we usually say two or three times yeah. and they're into it yeah. and they're settled. And even if they can't remember where they've been, because that happens for lots of them, they can't remember what's happened at the group or you know what it's called or anything, it becomes familiar yes. and the routine becomes familiar and they feel comfortable, they recognise the other people and mm. you know they settle. Mm. And we do, we, we literally see them blossom, it's lovely. Because we, we often do ask them how they feel about coming and things, because it's good to get the feedback. We see their faces and we know of they're course. enjoying it, but we see if they can verbalise it. And one lady, she said, do you know what, I've been shy all my life, really shy. I've always found it hard to form friendships, but she said, not here. 
Aww. I'm not shy here and this is like a family. Aww. So that kind of comment. Yes. Lovely. Yeah. Do you have many volunteers then? In total, we have about 25. That oh, includes, um, you know, some who's good with the IT yes definitely not me (laughs) (laughs) I I have actually uh, yeah said in here that I was very impressed with the website when I was Uh, looking it certainly worth checking out (laughs) but we have oh at least six or seven volunteers each session and they are totally 100% committed they plan sessions they'll take the front lead on sessions Um, if we pick a theme you know they're bringing in stuff from home that's relevant so they are wonderful and we always welcome new volunteers the more we have the more time we get to spend one-to-one to to get to know people which is what we want to do you know if somebody's not engaged with whatever activity somebody will go and sit with them and maybe have a chat we've got quite a few ex-nurses OTs we have a lovely young volunteer we we try to try and get some younger ones because it's absolutely lovely to have the, the mixture. And Chelsea came to us as a student, a health and care, social care student from college in Oswestry. Street. This was 2017. So she did a year on her placement. And then the next year she could still, she had free day, so she still volunteered then. Then she went off to uni to do law, has come back and still volunteers with us now. She's also now a trustee. We have got a student from Glyndor with us at the moment. And hopefully we're having some more from North Shropshire College as well. Very good experience for Mm. people if they're wanting to go into that area at all. So is it best to contact you if someone would like to volunteer? Yes, you can contact through the website. You can phone, you can email. Any any way is fine. And I noticed on the website as well that there's a Donate Now button if anyone did want to make any donations. And also that in the past people have helped out by organising fundraising events for you as well to generate some money that way to help put back into the charity and, and generate the ability to go forward with other sessions. We often say, even if it's a little coffee morning whatever helps sometimes people do just pop in and say I had a raffle or whatever and here's 40 pounds or something you know it's we're always grateful for anything and and we do often get gifts in memory of people that have been to the group and have passed away and then they've put something in their wills yeah specifically when you were working yourself you said that you struggled to find places where you could signpost people do you have links with uh, the gps now that will signpost to you or how do people tend to find out about you uh, we have a lot of referrals from the memory team ah yes which is usually people who've just been diagnosed or maybe are going undergoing the investigation process they might get referred to active cogs uh, word of mouth is the biggest really mm-hmm. the care coordinators in the gp surgeries are all aware of us um any local community group is aware of us so anywhere that there could be our information we've tried to put it and i think now seven years on we are well known in oswestry obviously in the first days it was a lot of work was put into getting ourselves known But now there are lots of people who've been through the service. They may have lost their loved ones now, but, you know, we're recommended. And Facebook, we find lots of people look at our photos because we put photos on most weeks. You know, people give their permission. It's okay. But and the relatives 
and friends love to see those photos. Yeah. You have your own Facebook page then? Yes, we have our own Facebook page, one for Connect for Life and a page for Active Cogs, because although Active Cogs is kind of a daughter or son of Connect for Life, <laughs> you know, Connect for Life is the umbrella. Is there a charge for your sessions? Yes, yeah, so our four-hour sessions are £10. That includes the lunch, and we've, we've never raised our price in seven years. Oh, gosh. Uh, which shows what good support we've had and... Um, grants and fundraising and things we've been able to not put the price up which is what we hoped and five pounds for active cogs and that would be five pounds if you came on your own or if you came with another family member it'd still be five pounds okay one lovely comment that somebody made talking about the facebook side of things was a friend of a lady who attended our group she phoned me up one day and and she was offering me some money from an organisation that had closed down where she lived. You know, they were left with some money in the bank and she was asking if we'd like it. She said the reason that she was doing that was because she'd seen her friend on our Facebook posts smiling. And she said, I haven't seen her smile for so long and she looks happy and she's smiling on your photos. So it must be a good place. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) The phone call's lovely. (laughs) Yes, yes, I bet, definitely. I think really if people are thinking about you know, a family member and whether it's right for them or not. You know, we always say just if you can just get them to come for a cup of coffee, just say we're going somewhere for a cup of coffee yeah. to see something. You don't have to say it's going to be somewhere you'll go every week and I won't be with yeah. you and it's for four hours and yeah, get them through the door because people are so friendly, so welcoming and interested in them. You know, if they can get over the threshold... And the carer. It's not easy for carers to take that step either. You think people feel they should keep looking after people at home and you know, it's it's not good to give yeah. up on it for a day or whatever, but it does it's so much It's a very good. hard job, though, caring for someone and especially someone that you've got that emotional connection with. It's good for both people to have the break. That was one of the reasons me asking you about the background of some of the volunteers, because it does sound like you all know what you're doing as well. So if they were worried in terms of if there were a medical emergency whilst people were with you, then it again sounds like you're very well equipped to be able to help and deal and and look after their loved ones the same way they would. Yes, yeah. And we do we do regular training for us as a team as well. We've done training on looking after ourselves because it is it's a hard job. We get so fond of all these people and something changes slightly and maybe they can't come anymore. Maybe they go to hospital. We don't see them for a long time. So it's quite a tough job in that respect. You must become so, very emotionally invested. Definitely. Yeah, and yeah, it can be a gap in your lives as well. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's been the odd tears shared here and there (laughs) I bet but then I always say to to the other volunteers we've got to remember what we've done even if it's been two months or two years or three years the happy times we've shared with them is what's important and we've only seen a little snippet of their lives haven't we but you know even in those four hours you get close to people I think well just remember those smiles and those lovely interactions and that laughter we had with them and yeah Well, you can certainly see how much you value and appreciate what you do Um, and absolute hats off to you because it must be extremely tough. 
and uh, although it's rewarding it, it must be very difficult at times and it's fantastic to hear that there are places out there and that there are environments where people can go which like you say do provide a better or more like home environment for individuals to go to for those few hours it's been absolutely lovely to meet with you and um, I'll meet you again as myself and my colleague Lucy are coming to one of the active cog sessions in October the active cogs we do look at different themes uh, topics and how they relate to your memory so you're coming I think on the keeping safe session we look at mental well-being, we look at physical well-being, we look at nutrition and we look at sleep and rest. So each time we look at them, it's different because there are different people there or we, we bring along different bits of information. But we, we try and at the moment home in on those topics which can help and ways it can help people's memory. Thank you to Kate for her expertise and to our guest Alison. If you have a legal issue you'd like me to put to our team to cover in an upcoming episode, please let me know by visiting lblaw.co.uk forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening. If you found the conversation useful, please remember to follow or subscribe on your app so you're notified of new releases when they come out every Monday. Speak to you next week. That was the Legal Lounge from Lanyon Bowdler Solicitors. Visit lblaw.co.uk slash podcast for helpful resources. And please do follow or subscribe on your podcast app so you never miss an episode.